From 88.9 Radio Milwaukee, I'm Jordan Lee. And I'm Piet Levy, music writer for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Every week we talk about music coming into Milwaukee and the music coming out of Milwaukee. This is Tapped In. Good morning, Piet. How are you, man? Great, Jordan. So uh, as you're listening now, listeners, you are in sunny Austin, Texas. We are recording this before you go to Austin. That's right. Yep. And the reason you're in Austin is because of South by Southwest, this little shindig that's happening. You may have heard of this festival before. Uh, we are a part of the NPR Slingshot Initiative, which is a collective of public radio stations that are trying to shine light on new artists. Of course, Milwaukee knows you come to Radio Milwaukee to discover new music. That's what we do. And there's a lot of stations like us all across the nation who are trying to push the envelope on new artists' discovery. So this effort, Piet, is a way for us to kind of combine our minds, and it's like a, a Justice League superhero gathering of radio stations who are saying, these are artists we think you should pay attention to. Now, on the segment, you and I already talked about that Webster X is the artist we threw into the ring this year, and he's been not only selected by Slingshot, but will be performing at Stubbs on the NPR stage on Wednesday. Yeah, the NPR showcase is one of the biggest showcases during South by Southwest in terms of attention around it, and Stubbs is kind of one of the the top spots to see a show, period, in Austin, but definitely during South by. Um, But I thought we could talk on this segment about is South by Southwest still uh, relevant or not? Uh, We've got a few Milwaukee artists that are playing there. We want to talk about that, but we also want to talk about, you know, why these artists specifically are playing South by, and... What you know? What's the status of the festival now? Like, what's it mean, really, essentially, to in terms of music discovery in, in 2018? Well, let's start with who is playing the festival. That's already a hard answer to, to come up with because there's official and unofficial showcases. Sure. So you've got some artists who are down there who are performing. But if you go to the South by Southwest website and you search Milwaukee, you're going to come up with Juicebox, Dramatic Lovers, Webster X, Field Report, Dead Horses, and just recently added the Wavy Gang. Yeah, and the Wavy Gang is interesting because that is a group that doesn't have a lot of attention in Milwaukee specifically. Right. But I did a story on them last month. Uh, this is a really interesting story where basically uh, Wyclef Jean uh, uh, judged the uh, Remy Producers Series competition yes. in Milwaukee. And uh, Brandon Washington, who's known as Wavy Boy B, uh, was in that competition. He won the Milwaukee round. He got second place in the finals. And Wyclef was just a huge fan of what he was doing and uh, brought him on board to his team. He's now the music director for Wyclef. Uh, in terms of touring, he was on uh, Wyclef's uh, last EP, last full-length album. And beyond that, uh, Brandon has a group of you know family and friends that he's grown up with in Milwaukee. Uh, they, they perform as the Wavy Gang. They all have different you know stage names and stuff. And it's a mix of R&B and hip-hop. And they've all kind of teamed up with yes. Wyclef Sean. They've made some contributions to, uh, to Carnival 3, his album. And they've been doing some touring with him as well. Uh, they don't have anything booked in Milwaukee yet, but they are going to be doing this, this showcase for Wyclef Sean in Austin. They'll be doing Eau Claire as well, um, playing the, uh, the city in uh, April. So this is, you know, this is an interesting case of a Milwaukee group that hasn't gotten a ton of attention in Milwaukee, but they are playing a, a, a big showcase at a big festival in Austin, Texas. And the common denominator with them, Juice Box, Dramatic Lovers, you go through this list, uh, Webster X, Field Report, Dead Horses, there's a level of professional representation, whether it's label, management, promotions uh that's kind of the game of south by southwest now so this question we were asking at the top of the segment like well what's the you know relevance here like so when you're official when you're playing on a south by southwest showcase the theme here with the milwaukee artists that are playing is that they've already kind of gotten their 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 act together yeah (laughs) they are already doing it uh and i'm not saying that i want to discredit any of that in fact I'm, i'm very proud of the artists who are playing this year but what about those who need to quote unquote be discovered is the 
festival doing that for artists? Yeah, I think it's really hard to do that. I think a few years ago, there was a really ambitious and noble effort uh, for like a Milwaukee, unofficial Milwaukee showcase That's in right. Austin. I went to that. Uh, and there was a lot of artists that got involved with it. I think it was like 30 acts yeah. or something really ambitious, really big. Uh, and it, it didn't go very smoothly. It was There's a lot of tech issues. The, the location, uh, while off of 6th Street, it was all internal. You couldn't really hear the music. You couldn't kind of mm-hmm. lure people in. There's just a lot of kind of challenges with it. And it basically became a party where they're playing for themselves, more yeah. or less. You know, I think unless you have some really tight connections and, and good showcases, or at least good good connections to, to, to really make the most of this trip, right. it's a pretty expensive and uh, not very beneficial trip to do. For me, as a perspective, as a, as a journalist, I went to South by Southwest for a couple of years as I started as the music writer. But, you know, I realized that there wasn't a lot of, um, you know, online traction for my South by Southwest coverage. Uh, the most I, I ever got was covering Lady Gaga, who played at, at Stubbs. Right. Uh, and that was a set where she literally had someone vomit on her as she wrote a mechanical pig. Uh, so that's why people clicked on it. Clickbait, clickbait, <laughs> Exactly, click right, right, right. Uh, but there just wasn't that much interest. I think there's interest in the in the industry, but there's just South by Southwest has gotten so huge. Right. There's thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of acts and managers and labels and all these people that just descend there and for a lot of them it is it is some networking game to say hi to yeah, people yeah. There, there is some business that can be done it's also for a lot of people uh, just a big glorified music spring break um, I think the for these Milwaukee musicians that what you mentioned it makes sense for them to be there because they do have something to promote and they do already have ends on with some certain showcases with some certain you know people to talk to right I mean let's not forget I mean Dangerbird Records signed Juicebox because he wowed them at South by Southwest. Sure. So, I mean, th- there is that story that just it still comes true. Yeah, it's not like, you know, it's not a fairy tale thing or, you know. Right. You know, it's we're not at the point where, you know, this one band gets all this, like, love at South by yeah. and suddenly they're huge stars. Right. I mean, we've moved past that. You know, uh, there's just too much happening at South by Southwest and just too much going on in music period to really, I think that the, the festival has lost... Uh, its ability to really like propel people in a dramatic fashion, and that might have even been kind of a little bit of an overblown myth, anyway. The I would idea agree that, with that Alabama Shakes went there and suddenly they were just you know giant stars. <laughs> They're already getting the, again. That was a band that already had some motivate some momentum going. They sold the Pap Cedar here before going to South by Southwest two weeks later. It's not like this band just came out of you know came out of nowhere and just wowed people. So. But let's switch gears for just a moment, because while there is plenty of pessimistic conversation and negative things that we could talk about, I mean, we have to realize that, too, let's look at a band like Field Deport. This is a brand new sound for Field Deport. And I mean, you and I have gotten an opportunity to sneak preview this new album that's mm-hmm. going to be released very, very soon here yeah, on Verve Records. And if you already listened to the sophomore or freshman albums from Field Deport and you're in the industry and you actually are going to be at South by Southwest and you actually will be at the convention center seeing them play. You probably have a preconceived notion about what Field Report can or cannot do. And then you're going to hear this and see this new show. I mean, there's a potential that this could really bust the door wide open. And you're right, this parallel of Alabama Shakes-like story. Okay, Piet, we know that Field Report has laid groundwork. We know that Field Report has gotten critical acclaim and has been able to play big shows with big artists. But... What's the next level for a band like Field Report, and could this open up the door for them? Possibly, yeah. And Field Report is on a, a you know 
it's its most ambitious campaign yet in terms of press stuff. I mean, they, they did their national TV debut with, with CBS this morning. Um, you know, and this album is it's a really good album. It's definitely its most accessible album. Absolutely. You know, um, Chris Porterfield from that band has always been a very smart songwriter. But his songs take uh, they're re- they're rewarded with repeat listenings, and that's the case with this album too. Mm-hmm. This is an album where you don't need to necessarily be like a, a you know strict headphone listen right. digging in. <laughs> right. You can just kind of have it on the background yeah. while you're at you know Shake Shack, and and you know it can just totally make you, you know, start tapping your toes. Um, so I think it makes sense with this album cycle kind of ge- gearing up. It makes sense for them to be there for that, and they're going to have a lot of dates kind of coming up as well. And this is a this is an album that has the potential to take them further. And being a South by is a way to get some, you know, some media shine, meet with some people, right. possibly to some, you know, new kind of gig opportunities, things like that. So I think it makes perfect sense for them to be there, um, just as it makes sense for Webster X to be there, because they've got this NPR support around him uh, doing the Slingshot Showcase, which is a big showcase with like Austin Green, the new supergroup with Common, yep. and Robert Glasper is playing that. So that's a, that's a big deal for, for him to play that, too. So, you know, these are these are opportunities that I think are very valuable opportunities for these Milwaukee artists who have been working for a while and getting some recognition already and yes. they aren't necessarily just kind of coming in off of playing a couple local gigs. I mean they're they are they are professionals and they've got professional backing them and they have places to go. They have a lot of potential to grow further and this makes sense to go there for that for them. Absolutely. And that's why Radio Milwaukee is heading down this year. We want to just amplify that effort and make sure that you know what's going on. So we're going to be there. So if you're going to be uh, in any way shape or form keeping tabs on what Milwaukee artists are doing at South by Southwest, I implore you follow us on all social media platforms at Radio Milwaukee. And of course, we'll have some articles online at RadioMilwaukee.org as well. Yeah, and remember too, these artists, uh, if you can't make it to Austin, which probably most of you aren't going to be there, I'm not going to be there this year, unfortunately. Um, But they're going to be coming to town soon. So uh, Juicebox is playing at the Cactus Club in Milwaukee on March 20th, doing a headline set there. So you can't see them in Austin, you can see them there. Uh, Field Report has two shows at the Backroom of Collectiva Coffee in April, April 20th and 22nd. They're playing there. Wavy Gang, I don't know when they'll play Milwaukee. They need Come to play on, Milwaukee Wavy soon. Gang, I really it. like Wavy Gang. But you could go to jsonline.com slash music. We did a sound check session that's with right. them. Uh, really good sound check session. I loved it. It was so fun. Go So go check out and see what they're about. See why Wyclef Jean loves this group. For great reason. You can see for yourself there. Yet, I will see you next week for Tap 10. See you next week. Enjoy Austin. Awesome.